Welcome back, guys. It's your host, Shonda, and welcome back to another episode. I am stoked to be speaking with you guys again. I, You guys don't understand how happy I get to be able to come on here and talk with you and just share my story and just share all that, you know, God is doing within my life and all that I'm learning within this journey with uh, me and God and in hopes that it helps someone out who's seeking God. And I'm just praying that what I'm doing and how God is using me is helping you. Today, we're talking about my single journey and how all that I've learned and all that I am um, experiencing. And I hope you like it. I hope that you enjoy it. So let's get into it. So welcome back. Welcome back, my beautiful people. Um, today is another one of God's great, beautiful day. It is May 7th, the day after Cinco de Mayo. Um, it is a beautiful Wednesday. Yes, correctly, Wednesday. And before we get started, I decided that maybe I should start asking this question for those um, who don't know God or who are on here that just stumbled on here because... They were like, mm, hey, this cover looks nice. I like coffee. Maybe I should see what this podcast is about. Or maybe you're just joining because you've heard it before and you're going through a little something. Well, my favorite question I would love to ask you guys is, do you know who your God is? Um, the last time I asked that, I followed up with the answer. And this time, I think I'm not going to follow up with much of an answer. But I would like to say my God is loving, caring, kind compassionate intimate um he is my bundle of joy he fulfills me when i feel lost he makes me feel whole when i feel like i have nothing and he is honest and also he hears uh right yesterday i prayed about something and i i know that god hears me but yesterday I prayed about something and it was just crazy how after you pray, um, how crazy how God really is listening. And after I prayed, I got this rev revelation or um, confirmation about what I prayed for. And I'm not going to go into detail, but just know that God hears all things. He is listening. So when you feel like he's not, he is listening to you. So, um like I said, I'm I'm recording outside, uh, so if you guys hear any background noise, I apologize in advance. I guess that's the perks of recording and making an episode outside, you know. So if you hear any background noises like the cars or the booming of music in the cars or the speeding of a car, if you hear people talking, I apologize. I will try to edit that out. So it might sound a little weird when I edit it, but I just wanted to be honest with you guys just in case you hear like a blank pause in this episode. I'm not that good with editing yet since I am doing it by myself, but I am trying to get there. Um, so yeah, if you don't hear anything other than, you know, the birds and the bees and the wind and the grass or the trees blowing, then that would be unnecessary noise like cars and other voices and probably a upstairs neighbor making a lot of noise but all joy here because I am outside looking at a beautiful view I love to look outside I love to record outside because it humbles me like I always say and it gives me this type of joy to record so like I said today we're talking about singleness yes singleness and um Basically, it's just me following up on singleness and just really um, giving advice, not necessarily advice, but just my own experience on how embracing singleness 
uh, can be um, very advanced, not advanced, but useful for other people. Um, also, I hope to help out marriage people, married people. I am not married. I am 22 and happily single, but you never know who's listening. A married, maybe a married couple or a wife or a husband that is wanting to give up. Maybe hopefully the words that I speak help you to keep going. And like I said, this con this video, I'm not video, this episode or the, the the episodes that I create aren't just for one specific person or group of people. It is for everyone that needs it and hopefully that um my words transpire to you and help you in the season that you're in. But as of right now I am in my single season and I am enjoying it because I finally began to embrace it. Um, I finally began to understand. <clears throat> I don't understand the game plan that God is trying to do with my single season, but I understand that it was necessary. I finally um, gained understanding that I needed to be single to do the things that I am now doing that I never expected myself to do. I never expected myself to do a podcast. And I believe that if I was in a relationship, I wouldn't have created a podcast because I would have been way too distracted with that person, with um, spending time with them. And also um, writing wouldn't really necessarily be on my mind. If I was in a relationship, I really wouldn't be able to focus on myself and be revealed to a lot of new talents that I never knew that I um, had. Um, or have. Um, so I will say that the heartbreaks that I've been through, the um, breakups and the obstacles really guided me and it really gave me this open view of what God, not necessarily what is God, what God is doing, but what he is trying to show me. And it's really um, giving me this new broad look on life. Uh, I have been single now for almost a year almost a year and I want to tell you guys that throughout this half year it has not been easy um I've been doing good with like uh keeping my mind busy but it has not been easy when you you know devote yourself to someone or you have fallen in love with someone it is hard to move on especially when you're the one that wanted to hang on or, or to uh keep going uh, it's hard to move on, especially when you have this idea in your idea in your head that you are this person who are gonna, you know, fight for it, or, or that you're missing this person, or in hopes that you'll get back together with this person, and that's not exactly what it looks like. Um, it was hard for me to let go. It took me. All my ladies know this, or even my guys. It takes a, a while, and for me, it took me half of that year that I've been in to let finally let go of this relationship and this person, because they really uh, had a they had a great impact um, on my life. The times of college in the middle like of my sophomore year, this person had a great huge impact on my life, and there was no fault nor wrongs. Um, I truly and dearly respect this person. I still have love for this person, but I am finally realizing that there's a lot of things that I had to work on within myself that I was in a way seeking from him. And like I always say, you can't expect someone else to come and heal your wounds. You can't expect someone else to come in and patch you up. That person is not your Bob DeBuilder. He cannot come in, he or she cannot come in and um, 
sip coffee again made another beautiful coffee today anyways that person he or she cannot come in and replace what you have lost recently in a past relationship so don't um put that many of the expectations on a person especially another human being because when you're putting an expectation on him or her you are setting yourself up for failure and you're setting that person self up for failure because you are in a way destroying their their life you're destroying not their life, you're destroying their view of relationships because when you put an expectation on someone else um, to fulfill you, fulfill something that should have already been there in you, you are in a way um, ruining the way they view relationships because maybe the way that you're going about it, um, that you are expecting them to do something and they never expect it to be into a situation like that. So for my single people, if you are single and you feel like you need to be in a relationship right now, you deserve to be in a relationship, if you've been single for a year, two years, a month, six months, um, it doesn't matter about the time or how long. It is a reason why you're single. And one thing that I am learning is it is all worth the wait. I used to hate that saying because I, like I said in my last episode, I want things when I want it. Um, when God promised me something, I expect it to be done right then and there because he's promised it to me. So why can't it happen now? And I never understood the, um, the, I never understood what it meant to really allow things to take time and to really have patience. When you're in a season of singleness, it uh, teaches you a lot of things like patience and kindness and love and humbleness. So if you are single, however long, Take this time out and, and truly embrace it. I know for me, I had days where I was like, you know what, I'm about to embrace this single season. And I wouldn't actually embrace it. I would just say I would so I could feel better about myself. But I would go through the days missing this person, um, rereading letters and uh, remembering um, like um, memories. And that really destroyed me. And that wasn't me embracing it. That was me trying to hold on to it in hopes. And it's okay to have hope, but to, don't let those hopes overbear you or take up your thoughts or your time or really consume your life. In this time of singleness, really focus on God. There's a lot of things that God wants to do in you when you're single that he knows you wouldn't probably be able to do when you're in a relationship. Maybe the relationship you just left out of, you made that person your idol. You put that person in a place where only God was meant to be. And God is like, no, I can't have that. I need you to retract yourself. And if you can't do it, then I'll do it for you. And one thing that I am learning is that heartbreak or certain things really open your eyes. For me, my heartbreak and that um, relationship that had to end, it really opened my eyes. And no, I did not want it. I did not expect it to happen. I thought that it was a lasting forever. But I can say that I'm glad that it happened because it really opened my eyes to see um, that I was not, um, I was not in a way respecting my values for myself. That person did respect, you know, me, but I didn't respect myself. It showed me that I did not believe in my own worth. <clears throat> it showed me that I couldn't um, stand being alone <laughs> for a, a long period of time because I kept giving myself, not myself like physically, but me, mentally or emotionally to, to someone. And I spent a while giving myself to someone. And I've been single for a year before 
uh, not even for a year. No, I've been single before for like a good few months after my relationship that I had ended after high school. It was a great moment of being single, but it wasn't for that long. And I feel like because when I got to college, I hopped into a relationship. We're talking to someone in a relationship. I wasn't able to fully grasp what God was trying to tell me. And then I kind of, you know, lost myself. So now that I am single, now that, you know, I needed that heartbreak, I needed that um, relationship to end to show me a few things about myself, I am learning that before I was not patient. I was quick to anger. Um, I was not communicative. I communicating. I hated in a way to communicate because I was sometimes afraid of altercation with someone. Or I really realized that I never wanted to be like this. But I realized that um, I never wanted to be the person that hated to communicate because I hated to I hated communicate because of the fear of arguments and. I was that person. I was afraid of arguments because I felt like if we argue, we had to break up. And I I never wanted to be that person. But after a while, I learned that I became that person. And I want you to know, just because you argue in relationships, if you are in a relationship, just because you have disagreements, don't mean that you're going to break up. That does not mean you're not fit for each other. Um, maybe you're not. But sometimes, you know... Um, that does not mean that you are not fit. I feel like this generation with love, we we view it differently. Relationships, we view it differently. We go about it differently. Um, just because you argue, that does not mean you're going to break up. I know that I, I know a lot of people that after one argument, they're like, "Girl, we argued," and I don't know if we're going to last uh, last because we had this big argument, and I don't know. I'm like ready to break up. No, arguments are at times what shape a relationship. It uh, helps you go through disagreements. It helps you communicate and expand your knowledge about each other and understanding about each other. So to all my married couples, if you argue in a marriage, first of all, you gave your vows. Um, you gave your vows. You know the reason why you married this person. You know why God paired you with this person. God never said that marriage was going to be easy. He never said marriage was going to be easy. Marriage is, what I have learned, marriage is not necessarily to please your desires or to please your fantasy or your fairy tale that you get to live happily ever after. Marriage is you surrendering to God. It is for you to glorify God through your marriage because God created two people to be one. He created marriage. He created love. So I believe that once we get out of this, um, this under, once we get out of this, this aspect that, you know, marriage is to be all joyful and happy and to have this fairy tale ending like we see in movies. Once we get out of that, we will begin to learn the true understanding of marriage. Marriage is, like I said, to glorify God. It is that you have to surrender your selfishness for yourself. You have to surrender, you know, only thinking about yourself. You have to surrender that for that person and vice versa. You have to really like come together and glorify God to get God together. You have to communicate. At times you have to think about the other person. When you were single, you were able to think about yourself and be a little selfish with your time. But now that you're married, that's something that you have to surrender. When you're married, you have to surrender parts of yourself to that other person and surrender your marriage to God. It is for God to use you in your marriage, to use your marriage as a image of him. And to, I believe that when you love God and you learn how to love, how to receive love from God and you learn how to love like God, then you begin to learn how to love your spouse and the love that you receive from God and you give to your spouse 
it becomes a cycle of receiving love from the source. Um, then once you receive the love from the source, you're able to give that love to that person. And that love that you give to that person, they can give it back to you. So it's like a never-ending type of cycle. Oh, the winds. I hope you guys hear that. I hope you can hear me over that. But this is the reason why I come outside because I love the wind. I love hearing the breeze. I love feeling the breeze in the trees. <laughs> I hope you guys can hear that. I'm sorry. I will not edit that out. Not that I wouldn't edit out. But um, yeah, for my married couples, I was talking about arguments. Arguments does not mean that you, you know, should get a divorce. Um, I know that there's a lot of couples that, you know, go through a lot of stuff other than arguments. And I believe that you should go to God for that. I am not a person for advice for marriage. But I believe that that's something you go to God for. Sometimes, you know, you have to bring God back into your marriage. A lot of us, a lot of people that I see or that I hear about, they lose God in their marriage because they feel like, well, God already paired us together. So what's the point of keeping him here if he you know, paired us together. Like I said, marriage does not mean you have to stop being intimate with one another. Marriage does not mean you have to stop bringing God in the middle. Marriage, just because you have your soulmate, that doesn't mean you have to stop trying or stop working. No, that means you have to try harder and work harder because the devil does not like when two can help each other or go together or influence each other. He wants to get you alone and by yourself so he can destroy you alone and by yourself. Because when you're alone and by yourself, you are more vulnerable in a way. You are um, more open to be tempted. And I believe that if it's two of you fighting together with God as a third string, then it is a battle worth fighting for. But yeah, so back to my single people. Enjoy your, embrace your singleness. Enjoy your singleness. This is a time where God is trying to use you. If you're in a relationship, also, it is, like I said in my last podcast, uh, my episode, it is okay to still work on your singleness in a relationship. No, that does not mean dating other people. That means take time. It's okay. And that's in marriage too. It's okay to you know, take time out for yourself. I learned from Pastor Michael Todd of Transformation Church that my uh, marriage really doesn't do anything but expose you. It exposes your flaws. It exposes um, it exposes a lot of things that you try to hide, and that is relationship is relationships as well. The ones that want to court to marry, it exposes you. Exposes a, a lot of parts of you that you try to bury deep inside. So that's why I really, me being from experience from a single person. Now that I am learning, now that I'm learning a lot of stuff about myself, I promise myself that when I get into a relationship that is guided from God, I will do things differently. And one thing I will do is um, be open with my um, significant romantic other and let them know when I need times to myself to retract and go back to God and that whatever I learned from him, I will bring back to my significant other. And that's for people that are in relationships or marriages as well. It's okay to work on your singleness. It's okay to take yourself out on a date by yourself, not with other people if you're in a relationship or you're married. It's okay to take yourself out to the movies or to the dinner or take yourself out for a picnic because I truly believe that once you place someone as an idol or as you know, place someone in the spot that only God can, um, God is supposed to be in. Once you place a guy or a girl, um, in that slot where God is supposed to be, you place them as your idol. I truly believe that you lose yourself in them and you, once you lose yourself in them, you lose yourself overall. You don't really 
acknowledge yourself, you begin to lose the love that you have for yourself because you're not taking time out for you. It is okay, but what is not okay is not being open and honest with that person. If you want to take time out for yourself, you are in a relationship, you are married. You, It's okay to be open and say, hey, love, babe, um, I'm going to take a day to myself. Um, there's some things that I've noticed about myself that I want to take with God. And I know that God is the only one that can really give me healing. And when I come back from this self um, meditation or this self time with God, I will bring back what God has shared with me to you. And we can learn from that together. When you're in a relationship or in a marriage, it is a covenant. It is two people working together, not two people against each other and the problem. No, it's two of you against a situation, three of you against a situation. You, your spouse, and God. God is your third string. God is the one that keeps together because God is the source. You should always want the source of something to be in um, the middle of what he created. That's like... Um, something happens or that's like if something's wrong with your iphone are you going to go to metro pcs are you going to go to a, an android store no you're going to go to what apple because the creative apple has the knowledge or the understanding of how to fix it how to fix the phone how to fix what's wrong with it that's the same applying to your marriages or your relationships or even in your single season god is the source of your singleness because he created adam as a single person at first and then he saw that that wasn't good. He Adam needed a another person. But notice the steps. God created Adam first, and then he created he put Adam to sleep and created Eve. And before he joined them together, he worked them he worked on them separately so he could prepare them to be together. And then he placed them as two to you know abide and glorify him. And if that's you in a single season, that's you and your Adam or you or your Eve. Right now, God is preparing you, him or her, her or him, one of you guys. He's preparing you in the season that you're in to be met and meet together. But you have to first learn how to love yourself. You have to first learn how to allow God in. You have to first learn how to really give God the control over any and every situation. Um, I know for me... This is what I've been, not what I've been necessarily learning, but it's just crazy that this really hit me when I was thinking about um, marriage. One thing about me, I know that I am meant to be married because I know that God placed this desire over my heart. Even when I am in, in a season with God, I feel this deep uh, spirit knowing that I am meant to be married and that my husband's out there. But when you're single, like I said, it opens up your mind and gives you a new broad aspect of things. And... I am realizing and um, meditating on when I am married, I want to be married to someone that I can sh go through struggles with. I want to marry someone that I know that I can go through financial struggles with. If I don't see myself um, being broke with you, then I can't be married to you. If I... And it's not necessarily having a list, but these are important things. Before you get into a relationship and to marry someone... That is something serious. You're, you know, you're covenanting with someone. You are going unto God and declaring this to, to someone. So you have to take the steps to know who you're marrying. And this is for my single people. I told my sister this. I said, I want to, if I can't see myself, you know, almost going homeless with you, if I can't see myself 
like um this is drastic but it's it's true a lot of you know married people people period go through a lot of things in life they go through um financial struggles they go through um the loss of their homes or loss of children if i can't see myself you know financially going through something with you or losing my job with you know, or you know um going through um the loss of our child together or sickness or you know times of where I'm going to struggle with feeling depressed, if I can't see myself going through that with you, then I cannot be married to you because those are serious and hard times. You just can't go out here marrying anyone and expecting them to mold and shape into this person. Um, I don't, I don't believe that that, you know, will necessarily work. You have to prepare yourself in hopes that you'll meet that person that God has for you, that, you know, you can go through these things with you. Because like I said, married people go through a lot of things. I've seen it. I've heard it. They go through infidelity. They go through uh, the loss of a miscarriage of a child. They go through um, men. They go through depressed stages where they they're gonna need their spouse to hold them together. They go through arguments. If I can't, you know, like go through an argument, go to like if I can't get in a disagreement with you, and you don't, your first response isn't probably like, hey, let's pray, or we don't pray together. Then I feel like that isn't a relationship. That is seeking God, if that makes any sense. I don't want to seem like I am this uppity person or, you know, I'm judgmental. That's not it. It is I take marriage seriously. I see so many marriages ending as if it's nothing over the smallest things as I see other marriages that go through heavy things and that last together. I take marriage seriously. And because of that reason, I want to make sure that I am not just marrying anyone. That's why I am embracing my singleness, because I don't only want to marry someone that is prepared for me, but I want to be prepared for the person that, you know, that want that needs me. I know what God God knows what I need and it is time that I surrender my wants for God needs for me. God knows what I deserve. He knows what's prepared and planned for me. So that's I'm surrendering the season. I'm surrendering my love life to him because he knows what's best for me. And as he's preparing that for me, it is only right that I surrender and allow God to prepare me and mold me. We all like to say, you know, God, give me this man that is like this, that is like that, that is like this. But are you that woman? Are you that woman that is easily to communicate with? Are you that woman that is, you know, easy to go to when, a talk, when, you, when he needs to be in, encouraged or influenced? Are you that woman that bears good fruit? Same for men. You want this a woman that has this bad body that looks good, long hair or whatever. And you want this woman that's like, I want her to be God-fearing. I want her to, you know, know how to nourish and um, love our family. Are you that man that can bring the same thing to the table? Are you him or her, that person that can bring the same thing to the table? Don't want someone that can bring everything to the table and you bring like a side dish. No, you have to both bring something that is worthy of um, using and using it together. Like I said, be a tree that bears good fruit. If you are a tree that bears bad fruit that cannot be used, you need to take time for yourself, reevaluate yourself, and ask God to really nourish you and allow ask God to show you how to be a tree that bears good fruit because you cannot be one person that is not this way and then expect someone to be all of it, all it, all in. So that's just, I think that's just something that I am taking in being a single. 
like I said, it took me a while to really embrace my singleness because I spent six months with the person and um, I fell for that person and, you know, I gave that person a part of me. And, you know, it's hard to try to find something that's not that person because you're stuck, your mind's stuck, your spirit's stuck, you're just stuck. But once you really truly embrace it and gain understanding of what God is trying to show you and actually allowing God to use you, then I, you will be able to go through your singleness not easily, but you'll be be able to go through it step by step. Like I said, it's not easy. It is a process. Don't try to rush it. Don't try to um, go buy it and bypass it and say, well, God, I'm ready. No, allow God to tell you when you're ready. You'll know when you're ready. You'll know when God's giving you the green light to go, to um, really go out there and try dating again. God has that person for you. He has that person that's meant for you. Don't question you know, don't necessarily always question what God is. It's okay to ask God questions, but don't question if he's capable of doing what he's promised that he would do for you. Um, I was listening to Michael Todd, the marked by God, uh, not the marked by God, Relationship Goes Reloaded. If you have not listened to that, he has... If you if you're a person that knows his relationship goals the first time he did it it went viral it is known he is doing another one called relationship goals reloaded he has written a book exciting news i got the book thank god my mom gave it to me for a birthday gift and i'm so excited to read it but i was listening to a sermon relationship goals reloaded and his was rip up your list and it was so good oh my goodness it was so good and one of the things that stood out to me was he was saying uh he said that the path to the palace many times passes through the pit and he was saying about a relationship sometimes your relationship is going to go through a pit to only to be able to get to the palace like i said you're going to go through the situations you're going to go through things you're going to go through arguments but sometimes certain things are preparing you and prepping you for the glorious thing that you are desiring for so if you are in the pit if you feel like your season of singleness is horrible if you feel like you are um, meant to be in a relationship sometimes you have to go through the pit to be able to get to where you're desiring and to be able to get to where god wants you to be so yeah that's all i have for you guys today i hope that um those who are listening really felt the spirit of god through this like i said i don't upload just for content or for show i really want to touch other people i really want to um I really want to be there for people. I want to do this for God and not really for myself. I want God to use my voice and to be able to speak through me. And hopefully this podcast did it for you. Like I said, love yourself. Love who you are. Love who God created you to be. And also find God and seek God in this season that you're in. My married people, my people that are in relationships. Allow God to be in the middle of your relationships and marriages. It's never too late for God to be in the middle. It's never too late for God to... Um, use your marriage if you just place him back into your life he will show you things that you were hidden to he will show you things that you were blinded to or you tried not to see and if so if it's it's not going to be what you want but god knows what's best for you um go with what god knows you need and not necessarily what you want sometimes what you want isn't good for you but what you need is healthier for you and that's what i'm learning um, be all in. That's something that is sticking with me. That's something that I've been seeing everywhere is God, I'm all in. I never truly understood what that meant, but, um, 
for me, being all in means, God, I am all the way in. I'm all the way focused. I am all the way being obedient to you. I am devoted to you. I am all in. I am ready to be led by you. I am ready for the obstacles. I am ready for the situations to come. I am ready for it because I know that with you, I can get through all things. And with you, nothing can stand against me. So be all in, guys. Be all in. Be uh, committed and devoted to God. This wasn't supposed to be 31 minutes, probably more. This wasn't supposed to be that long. I was supposed to finish up like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> but... um. I just felt the need to really speak to you guys. So I'm sorry that this is long, but not really sorry at all. Hopefully this helps someone out that needed to hear this. My married people keep striving. Um, my relationship romantic people keep striving. My people that have relationships as in friends and family that you're about to give one, keep striving. That can, uh, allowing God to be in the middle of your family also applies. It just doesn't only apply to um marriages relationships romantically it applies to friendships it applies to being your family you know your family probably is going through a situation right now where you're all off course or you're all you know bumping heads allow God to be in the middle of it because your family the one that you're in you may not want to be in our family or you may want another family but hey you're stuck with them you know they're teaching you they're helping you the pain that you're going through with them is strengthening you so don't lose sight of God allow God to use you um, that's about it, guys. I'm out. It's your host, Shonda, and this is the Marked by God podcast. You guys have a blessed day. Peace. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is the one. I'm, I'm going to like this one. <laughs> I hope they like it. <laughs>